Hi, everyone, and welcome to Barefoot with Spirit podcast show. I'm your host, Leanne, the Barefoot Medium, and I'm incredibly excited to connect with you to be able to bring you channeled information from spirit, source, the divine, God, whoever it is you call it, to inspire you to transform your experience, consciously manifest your desires and connect with your intuition and spirit. Now, like always, before we get started, I'd like to take a moment to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which I stand, on which my guest stands, and pay my respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. I extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples and First Nations people who are tuning in from around the world. On that note, Kick off your shoes, take some beautiful deep breaths into your heart and step into this sacred space, this sacred container for a conversation with my guest, Emmanuel, on relationship preparation. Now, Emmanuel is a character coach whose purpose is to be a father to the fatherless and he also helps people to prepare for marriage. Welcome, Emmanuel. Uh, Greetings, greetings. I'm happy to be here without any shoes on. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me a little bit about your background and your story and how you've come to be doing the work that you're doing. So God sent me a message through dream and prayers about this time last year. And he told me to move to Zagreb, Croatia. And so after battling with that and trying to seek clarification on it, I said, okay, if he's calling, it must be for a good reason. And I won't go into detail at this very moment, but basically since I arrived here last year, up until I'll pick December 24th, 2021, I was on this absolutely unreal journey and adventure and discovery to find my God-given purpose. It involved me stepping outside of my comfort zone and writing poetry. It involved me singing in public, dancing in public, meeting all sorts of strangers and having all sorts of conversations and basically unlocking box after box after box after box to get down to my God-given purpose. And one of my God-given purposes is this, is to help prepare people for marriage. And so it's important for one to keep in mind their character because that's the real you, the person on the inside. And so to prepare one's character, one needs to aim at one mindset. And that mindset is, I am going to have joy during the difficult times. And the good thing about that mindset is that it's attractive to other people because a person who has joy during the difficult times also is still patient during the difficult times, still courageous, still loving, still forgiving during the difficult times, still diligent and faithful in their work 
and to their commitments. And so as one can imagine how that increases a person's attraction and once a person is at that level or they can, that person is prepared to, to enter into a marriage because their spouse can rely upon them and vice versa. And so some people might think, oh, that sounds a difficult place to get to joy during the difficult times. And no, it's not. And there are two women that I reference often who had this exact character. One of them is uh, Miss Amy Carmichael, and the other is uh, Miss Gladys Elwood. Both of them have since passed. But if you go back and you look at their life story on uh, videos or video documentaries on YouTube, you'll see they had that strength of character that helped them retain their joy during the difficult times. The <laughs> like when I think of Gladys Elwood, I mean, she's coming from the UK, this is early 1900s, she went to China on her own. Hmm. And so she gets out there and well, she was going to go meet one particular person. She gets there and she's, she's, she's working and helping out uh, in the particular community that uh, God had her go to. Hmm. And eventually the elder missionary that was there passed away. And so she was there on her own. Mm -hmm. And so there were some, I think it was just one couple that she would sometimes travel um, to go meet. But other, otherwise, she was on her own, but she was still going in her mission. And she still had that tenacity, that uh, persistence. Mm -hmm. And one thing that just this absolute gem from her story is, so she started to take on kids in the village who had been maybe abandoned by their parents um, or parents passed away or something along those lines. And so she had accumulated a number of kids um, in her time there. And at one point, she had to leave the village with her orphans because the Japanese were invading. I can't remember what exact war it was, but so she left the village with this group of kids, maybe if I recall, 50 to 60. Mm. And they, tr she's the only adult. They trekked through the mountains, mm. through the wilderness, and they are heading uh, to see what village would be able to take them in. And so they, they walked for a very long time. And matter of fact, one village they stopped at, um, and this is something that really shows that strength of character, like one village they stopped at, uh, they were like, sorry, we can't let you in. We don't have enough space. And at that point, that's where parts of a human might wanna say, I'm done, I quit. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's too much for me, but her and the group of kids, they kept pushing and then they finally made it to a village to let them in. Yeah. And so 
the reason why I talk about Gladys Elward and Amy Carmichael is because they have that character where it's like, hey, I'm going to have joy through the difficult times. And everybody has the possibility to get uh, to that point. And there are some uh, practical things that people can do in order to, to help get themselves to that point. Yeah. Like, for example, one, I slide this in really quickly. One practical thing that people can do is if you are trying to write or excuse me, deliver an important message, write it versus uh, typing it. And in general, try and s slow down whenever you are uh, typing um, because this helps a person practice being slow to, uh, to speak. And that's a good thing because sometimes when people get into a, a debate or they encounter some sort of opposition to maybe one of their plans, then people are quick to fire back. And oftentimes in that being quick to fire back, um, something unpleasant comes out. And so it's good to practice being and train yourself to be mindful and to be slow to, to say some things and to respond to, uh, to people. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a lot in there that I want to kind of pick up on because I think it's really important to, to acknowledge, firstly, that journey that you started with the inspiration that come, came from, as you said, your God. Um, and, you know, we shared a little bit before we came on for the podcast, uh, I've had a similar journey. And as you were talking, it was reminding me of my grandmother's journey. And she was English. And at, you know, a very young age, I think about 18, she ended up in London and worked as a, a housemaid, um, cleaning floors and all of those sorts of things for a, for a lord in a manner. And she was walking down the street one day and saw a tree, not unlike the one behind you, <laughs> um, okay. in the window. And she went into this, um, this travel agent and said, where is that? And they said, oh, that's Australia. And so at 18, she booked a one-way ticket on a boat to Australia and took a journey through inspiration because it felt good, it felt right, mm -hmm. and came here all on her own, knew no one, and started work as a housemaid. And within a month or two, I believe, met my grandfather and they were married for a long time. So, you know, they both passed in their 90s, right? Okay. So they were married for a very long time. And so your journey reminded me a little bit of that. And I also shared a little bit about my own journey, which started similarly to yours with, you know, dreams and inspiration and messages or guidance or whatever you, it is you'd like to call it where I got the nudges 
to make a change, make a make a choice. And mm-hmm. there was some struggle and some difficulty prior to that because I was fighting it and I was really struggling with you were was, fighting, should I go or should I stay? Type should of I go? Should I stay? What would that mean? What would that look like? I know no one, you know, and, and I sold a home. I sold all of my belongings and I jumped on a plane to Colombia in South America and arrived in Santa Marta uh, with knowing a couple of people that I'd met on a holiday and within a month met my partner. And so... Okay. You know, what I want to, why I want to share that and acknowledge that is for those who are listening, who are getting messages, guidance, inspiration, dreams, or visions, however you want to call it, to take a step, take an action, and it might be a big step or a big action, embrace your courage, draw upon your inner courage, because we all have it, draw upon that, and don't overanalyze it, overthink it. Just take the step and see what happens. See what unfolds. And so I will say this, though, um, that for me, it was very important to get advice uh, from from other people to, well, one, just from, it's like, is this God? Or do you, how do you feel about this? You feel like this is God communicating? And so it was important for me to, uh, to seek advice. And that was beneficial because <laughs> I laughed because a couple of the people that I asked, I'm like, what do you think about this? They're like, oh yeah, you think God's telling you go. And so I'm like, <laughs> I was in a sense looking for uh, someone to say, oh yeah, double check that. But I mean, maybe I had one uh, or two people say that, but there were the other people who were mostly saying, oh yeah, you believe it, go. And barely even needed to do any uh, consulting. And so I'm confident that that was God um, speaking through them to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no matter who you go and ask advice for, they're going to tell you to go. <laughs> and so it was absolutely vital thing for me to, uh, to come here because the wisdom that God has given me to help people um, strive uh, to the point of getting that everlasting joy, that eternal joy. And speaking of trees and plants, that's involved as well. Um, because so I work for six weeks, the seventh week I take off. Mm-hmm. And I have been doing that for maybe almost a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. And had I not done that, I would have never discovered my purpose. And most of the times, whenever I would uh, take that one week break, I was either watching uh, some nature videos online, or I was, I would go into some sort of forested or wooded area, or some sort of park. uh, So this way I could be around nature, Mm -hmm. because so I picked that up in my studies on improving my overall efficiency that uh, some scientists have found that it boosts some people's creativity to be around nature. And it also has this calming effect. Mm-hmm. And so after I learned that, and it actually in part came because of a, 
a vision that I had had. And all of that combined together in a sense, all of that evidence that then encouraged me to, to say, okay, well, when I go on break, I'll try to make sure that I squeeze in some sort of a nature walk. And it has been extremely important because the mind, whenever I'm on break, the mind has time to quiet itself. And it, the best way to put it is it has space for new ideas or something that I might have been struggling with before break. Whenever I go into break, it's like, bam, oh, that's how I'm going to approach it when I come back after break. Or it's like, oh, that new idea is very interesting. I'm looking forward to applying this moving forward. Mm-hmm. And another, uh, I should say, practical thing that I put into place in regards to whenever I'm on break, I have uh, multiple note categories in my phone. And mm-hmm. so sometimes, or I should say, most of the times, whenever I get an idea or a piece of wisdom, I'm documenting it in my phone and then I'm transferring that uh, whenever I'm coming back off of break. Yeah. And yeah. so that's that's one of those things that for, for me, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a must that I get breaks. It's a must that I'm around some sort of nature um, because that has been absolutely instrumental for me. Yeah. And I wouldn't be here today if that was not incorporated uh, into into my life. And I think that's really important for, you know, coming back to what we were talking about today with with character and preparing for relationships and, um, you know, preparing for marriage, which is one of the things that you talk about. If we don't know who we are and what we require as an individual, um, you know, nature is, you know, for me, I have to, no matter where I live or where I am, I have to be able to see trees, you know, and, and I love nature and I love that feel that comes from it. It just brings me that sense of peace and, and it, allows me to take that breath and connect with me and with everything around me and my partner loves nature as well and he loves the ocean and water and I'm like ah that's okay that's totally okay we we can meld both you know together and that's Uh totally fine he knows what he needs when when he needs to move through some challenges or some hurdles or some things fears and doubts that might be coming up for him he goes to the water he goes to the ocean he goes to the river and I go to nature uh, you know and that's okay if you know that about yourself and what's what's most important you talk about character and things like honesty integrity you know following through with your word and keeping your word and you know um being authentic is the word I want want to use within there. And how do you need to be in the world to connect with yourself first? Then in preparation for relationship, you can step into connection with another, knowing what you need and being able to communicate, give voice to that, ask for it, 
and receive as well and support each other in that process. And I think what happens often in, in society and we're often taught that we must be in relationship, we must be married and have kids and blah, 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 in order to be happy. The thing is, we have to be happy before we step into relationship. And, and you mentioned joy, happy joy. What is happiness? What is joy for you? If you don't know that as an individual, how do you step into relationship with someone else? You both don't know, and it becomes a whole confusing mess. And this is why I'm hopeful because once people start to understand, hey, you know what? I can get prepared and I can get to know myself and I can have that strength of character, that reliability, that dependability. Mm. And I can go through the difficult times with joy in life. And the, I'll say the fun part of character development and character work is it's painful, but it's fun pain. Mm. And like getting a massage on a tough spot, like a, a mm. and I'll actually bring in the trees here. So it's described as this, that the process of bringing out those fruits within a person, like bringing out joy, patience, love, hope, faith, mm. uh, bringing those things out, those fruits, it takes pruning. Yeah. And that pruning process, it, it hurts, but it's a good hurt. And so it's like, oh, it's like, oh. <laughs> uh, but as you're going through it, this, it starts to catch momentum, this character development, uh, to the point where a person literally feels, yes, I feel myself changing mm -hmm. and I feel the fruits of the spirit within me. I, I feel that joy and it's like bubbling up mm -hmm. all the way to the outside of me. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a good thing to, or I sometimes speak in a parable here that human beings are like a piece of fruit. Mm -hmm ripe on the inside, ripe on the outside, rotten on the inside, rotten on the outside. Yeah. But the good thing is we can all be cleaned up on the inside, doing things like practicing forgiveness, um, getting victory over fear, getting victory over anxiety, uh, getting victory over doubt, mm. jealousy, mm talking about uh, others behind their backs. This is all possible that uh, every human being has a possibility to overcome. And so as I'm teaching and uh, helping people, so part of the mission of a father is to prepare their children for mm. the difficult times in life, to help prepare their mindset. Mm. Um, because it's inevitable, they're always gonna come. Difficult times, hardship, it's 
built into this game called life. And mm-hmm. so it's like, okay, fair enough. It's built in, into the game called life. No escaping it. So prepare. Yeah. And the thing is, you can do it. Uh, and so uh, it's a matter of well, another thing that people can can make sure uh, to do is to surround themselves with the right groups of people because a group of people can also help accelerate uh, one's development. Yeah, and I mean that takes some skill and understanding to yeah to navigate to decipher what uh, yeah, and that's that's additional things that I'll be uh, that I'll be putting out uh, in the future to help people like. Yeah, you can get there. There's a a decent amount of stuff to learn and to understand. Yeah. Uh, but but once you get rolling, you're gonna be like, okay, this is actually uh, this is actually fun. Yeah. Um, I might cry sometimes, but at the end of the day, I'm still hopeful, and it's like, yeah, keep moving forward. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I like that character comes from within and the essence of who we are comes from within us and we bring that out into the world and depending on who we surround ourselves with we can what squeezes out of us is is not so pretty not so attractive not so nice sometimes and that's okay and I often talk to my clients about relationship wise particularly those that are single who might be might be listening we're always in preparation for relationship and we're always in relationship with everyone and everything around us. And so if we can be conscious and present and aware and mindful, all of those things of how we're connecting with others. And if you are someone who wants a romantic relationship in your life or marriage or whatever that looks like for you, then use and work with every relationship in your world and see what's being mirrored back to you as part of your own character or as the word that you might use or your own inner being that is being you're being invited to step into some growth with. And, you know, things like one of the things for me a long while a while back was feeling like no one had my back, no one supported me. And so I had to really come back and take a moment and breathe and sit. And I, I talk to clients about you're walking down this corridor, this hallway. And at the end of that hallway is a door that steps you into your relationship that's ideal and perfect and, and exactly right for you. And so each step in that corridor or that hallway is moving you towards or away from, right? And so if you're you're seeing in your world a lack of support, then that's an opportunity for you to take a breath and sit with yourself and, and really ask yourself, where am I not supporting me? What is support for me? What does that look like? What does it sound mm-hmm. like? What does it feel like for me? Get clear on that and then you can step forward and start supporting yourself first because it has to come from within or happiness. Like you talked about, if you're not feeling happy, why would someone want to sit with you if you're miserable, right? Misery likes company, they say, Mm. you know? And, And so come into, if you're miserable, lonely, whatever, come into sitting with that 
and embracing it and looking for the opportunity within it. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It doesn't have to be hard. Play with it. Have fun with it. Come into joy with it and go, ah, okay, I'm feeling miserable. Awesome. I wonder what that's an invitation for me to step into. It's an invitation into more joy. If you're Mm. feeling lonely, it's an invitation to more connection. How can you connect more? Have fun with it. Indeed. So you said something, or at least this is what I gather from it, that one should be efficient in their in their time with relationships with other people. At least that's what I gathered that it's like, hey, you know what, say, for instance, you're not uh, married right now, uh, but you do have mother, father, brother, sister, uh, friends, practice connecting with them is that is that what you were saying absolutely okay yeah we're in in connection with everyone and everything around us right and if we're Mm -hmm. if we're connecting with or we're disconnected from those in our world already then there's a sense of disconnect with how we're relating to others and how we're embracing others and so one of the things you talked about was for, you talked about forgiveness and, and all of those things. The practical thing that I would step into asking or inviting people to work with is responsibility. Take responsibility for what you bring to each of your relationships. Are you bringing joy? Are you bringing um, blame? Tension. Are you bringing stress? Are you bringing anxiety? And if you are, that's what you're bringing. And so often people will react or respond to what you bring into that relationship or that connection, whether it's mother, father, sibling, um, friends, children, uh, or partner. And, you know, I've been there, done that. And, you know, only a week ago, I stepped into a conversation with my partner in a space of stress and I took some space that night and reflected. And the next morning I, I, you know, I stepped into, I'm really sorry that I didn't show up as the best version of me. Yeah. It's well, let me hit on something uh, so I don't miss it. So there is loneliness training. And so I will say that, part of character development will require you to experience uh, loneliness Absolutely. and uh, to be able to find that joy within and to, in a sense, stir it up and, and let that sustain you uh, through that time and, and let hope and faith and trust sustain you that it's like, it might take a week, it might take a month, it might take 50 years, like in Gladys Elwood's case. I mean, she was out there in China on her own for a long time. And so, yeah, it's absolutely important to, to connect and to be able to connect with people and to, and to get victory over those things that increase tension in a relationship. And I'm hopeful for so many people that once people start to put these things into practice and actually take like these small steps, sometimes giant leaps, Mm. 
and participate in whatever character training exercises that I'll put out in the future. It's, I'm excited, um, but it's a good thing for people to know that, hey, there's hope, mm. there's possibility. I can get prepared mm. um, for my future uh, relationship. And I'll use a quote uh, from, I learned it from Les Brown. I'm not sure where he learned it from, but it goes like this. It's better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than to have an opportunity and not be prepared for it. And so it's like, hey, use your time efficiently when you're with mother, father, brother, sister, friend, even people who are in opposition to you. Mm. Because for me, that's one of those things that I discovered that was another one of those absolutely vital things that I needed to get wisdom from my interaction with people who were uh, in uh, opposition to me. And I needed to gather that wisdom and to incorporate it into my character. And that helped me improve moving uh, forward. And because some things about myself, I would have never discovered had mm -hmm. I not enter, entered into a conversation mm -hmm. with some people who um, did not initially receive my message. And there's, there's training and things uh, that can help a person uh, be able to have a conversation with someone who's in opposition to them. And uh, patience, having victory over unforgiveness, mm. absolutely important in mm. order to hear someone out. Mm. Um, and you may not always get an extreme golden nugget from such a conversation, but you've practiced just one more time the ability to be patient. Mm. And as I was saying before, these, these character traits, this development, it's like momentum. Mm. And so you add a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And as you keep going, those fruits will be popping off of those trees yeah. uh, as, as you're going through that, that fun pain of yeah. Uh, development. Yeah, awesome. Now, mindful of our time, and we could talk yeah. for a long while. Um, uh -huh. Can you share with people where they can connect with you if they'd like to know more about what you do? So I'm not sure if they're still offering it right now, but I know that people can um, book a spot on a cargo ship and take a ship over here to Croatia to come find me. So if people want to connect with me, that I'm joking. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> um, but people can people find might. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, hey, he's talking about adventure. I <laughs> might as well scale it up. <laughs> um, and so people can find me on Instagram and it's at Emmanuel NMA. And it's all one word. And so right now I'm focused on uh, teaching people the fundamentals that I use in order to play this game called life. And that I'm absolutely confident will help them stand up strong and hopeful and confident in life. Thank you so much for connecting and sharing your knowledge and your wisdom that you've gathered so far along your journey. And for those of you who'd like to connect with me further, jump on the website 
thebarefootmedium.com.au. There is a Sacred Union Twin Flame Soulmate uh, Masterclass coming up. So jump on the website and check out more if you're interested in learning about love relationships and how you can connect with, with others more or prepare for marriage or partnership. Um, thank you, everyone, wherever you are in the world. Whatever it is that you're doing, connect with you. Embrace whatever it is that's coming up for you with joy and move through life with joy. And until next time, see you on the next episode of Barefoot with Spirit podcast. 